as workers return to their offices, will we be in suits or will we be in sweatpants? While some people can't wait to put on their formal attire, others of us are saying, wait, nah, let's stay in our comfort clothes. And can we please work in comfort clothes into our new dress code in the offices? So as we are transitioning from the home office to the workplace office in the traditional way, it's going to take some reevaluating on how we're going to show up. And it might even take some baby steps and some easy ways of transitioning. So stick around because we are going to unpack all of this and all its layers in just a minute. Welcome to Waste Up Wardrobe. I'm Christine Vartanian, a civil engineer and attorney turned personal style expert and image consultant. As the founder of Jade for All Seasons, I am passionate about unveiling the inner confidence of my clients by developing their personal style. But is getting dressed up still important in our virtual world? Well, that's where my experience can help with what I call Waste Up Wardrobe. Waste Up Wardrobe is a podcast for all things you need to conduct an outstanding Zoom meeting. It's about how to dress for the camera, but it's not just about the clothes. It's about everything you need to know to show up on brand and professionally for the camera. Join me in the Waste Up Wardrobe studio to discuss how to navigate this virtual world and dominate from behind the desk. Hello, Virtual Nation. Thank you for joining us for another episode, episode 46 of Waste Up Wardrobe. And it has been nearly a year of recording shows of Waste Up Wardrobe episode 46. That means 46 weeks and we're going on just in a, in a few episodes. We'll be at one year of a full uh, library of Waste Up Wardrobe episodes. And here's the thing. It, we have been in the workplace at home from our home office for that long, for almost or actually over a year. And now what we're seeing is people are now starting to re-enter into the traditional workforce and we're starting to want to transition. But we're, you know, the lines are blurred because we spent so long being in our home office. So today we're going to talk about that. We're going to tackle this. How do we easily transition? What are the new dress codes? Are there new dress codes? Can we dress a little bit down? We're going to unpack that in just a minute. But before I go there, I just want to say thank you for joining us. You know that we're on iTunes. So subscribe to us, review us, and rate us if you choose. And uh, we are on Instagram. We're also on Waste Up Wardrobe is also on Facebook. That's where we stream every week uh, through our Facebook page. And, you know, these episodes live on Facebook uh, in an evergreen way. That means you can, you know, replay any one of them at any time. And really what we've designed here is a library of episodes called Waste Up Wardrobe that will help people know how to show up on camera. Because here's the thing, even though we're transitioning into the new workforce, well, Things are going to change and the virtual office is not going away. We might, we are going to be seeing hybrid virtual and traditional offices. We're going to be seeing companies go completely virtual. And of course, the traditional office will still stay intact, but it has transformed um, a little bit. So, Thank you for being here. Thank you to my producer, who's always in the production room, making this whole show go round. Uh, remember to drop your comments in the comment box. I want to hear your your um, what's on your mind. I want to answer your questions, and I want to give you as much valuable information as I can from an image perspective and how to show up in the office 
or behind the desk. So without talking about this in general, in general terms any longer, let's dive right in. So with this dramatic, you know, shift towards casual attire, right? We've all been in our home offices working in what I call waist up wardrobe. We're dressed waist up formally, typically, if you are in a formal setting or formal line of work, and we're dressing a little down from the waist down in our pajamas or athleisure or our leggings or whatever that you are comfortable in. So it's been comfort waist down and business waist up. And so, you know, we, we have this dichotomy right now that we're struggling with. It's so many of my clients are asking me, what do I do now? I'm so used to being in my comfort clothes. You know, we've coined the term comfort clothes because they do give us comfort uh, in more ways than one, you know, keeps us nice and cozy while we're working, but it also um, makes life easier where we don't have to spend time getting dressed up. So as workers are now re-entering, um, there's so many questions that are being asked. And my, my, the general question is, are we going to go back to that traditional way of dressing in our work that we used to have before, you know, before we had to start working from home? Or are we going to really change the dress code? Are companies going to change dress codes? And, and are they eager to really incorporate the, the comfort of clothes in the traditional office? Well, that's a good question. There's a lot of conversation about it out there. You know, clothing trends are influenced by so many things, right? By what happens in history, by how people are living their lifestyle. And no doubt we had a year where we really were, 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 were challenged about how we're going to show up in a professional way in our virtual office. So, this work from home phenomena really influenced the way people dressed. Suddenly getting dressed up in, you know, your athleisure on camera was okay. Uh, sweatpants was okay. And if you were in a little bit more of a professional field where you had to show up a little bit more business formal, you were still staying comfortable below the waist, but, you know, dressing up in your blazer um, as you showed up on camera. Uh, but now we're re-entering. And we really can't go to work with our pajama bottoms or our athleisure. So let's take this a little bit at a time and let's unpack it. And I'm going to do this by listing the pros and cons of whether of, of working, you know, of going to work a little bit more casually or, or staying in that formal attire that we were used to. So the first thing we're going to evaluate is let's talk about psychology. Okay. The psychology of dressing. In my work, I preach this all the time. I'm an image consultant who believes firmly that dressing up elevates our emotional vibration and that we can easily, you know, make our mood feel better and feel better about ourselves by getting getting into a great outfit and a formal outfit. So the idea of getting dressed up to go back to work actually can be positive in the sense that it elevates your emotional feeling, it elevates your mood. And that is a really positive thing to be when you are stepping out into workforce and interacting with people. So one point for dressing a little bit more up and formally going back into workplace. Okay. How about the second thing of evaluating Having this routine of dressing up, right, or des dressing differently than we were at home, you want this distinction. I dress up more comfortable at home, but when I go to work, 
I dress a little bit more formal. So there's this distinction. There's this clear line that puts us into a routine. And it is a little bit psychological as well, is having a routine. We feel a little bit more in control. We have this distinction between work and home. And that by itself can be a very positive emotional feeling of being, you know, feeling like, okay, now I've got my, you know, my home hat on and now I've got my you know, my office at home. So that's this, and that actually can lessen your stress and anxiety. If you are feeling like you're in control, you kind of know the distinction between home life and work life, that can be a real stress reducer. And I'm going to say, I don't make this stuff up. Okay. There, uh, Professor Carolyn Mayer, um, author of the psychology of fashion said when she was interviewed for today, that what matters more than actual garments we wear is that they help us feel good. There you have it, virtual nation. Dressing up, actually, it's it's science says that the psychology of, of dressing up is real and that dressing up makes us happier. So, and it makes us feel less anxious and, and more in control of our lives and, and distinguishing the boundaries between those two, home and work life. So, Again, I'm just going to reiterate, I don't make this up, but there is real science and statistics out there that say that that is important. So two points for getting dressed up. Okay. The third thing we're going to discuss is the first impressions. You know, that old adage that dress for success. There's a reason that it, through history, we've come up with a statement like that, because the way we show up, you know, dictates how people receive us. Human nature, that's all that is. It's just human nature. People judge us by the way we show up. And now that we're showing up in person, it's even more important to elevate the way we look in our attire. And so, you know, and also just, you know, people expect us, if they're a client, they expect us to show up professionally and showing up in our, you know, athleisure or in a really dressed down look might feel incongruent to them. It might feel like, oh, I, you know, I, I feel like I'm not that important that you're just dressed down and you don't feel like I'm important enough for you to dress up for me. So that is a reality. I mean, that is, again, based on science, that is not something that I made up. And in fact, we're going to put the article that I mentioned earlier by Carolyn Mayer in the comments for people to refer to, because it is a really great article and it really spells out everything in detail. And it also adds a lot of great information to this topic and about dressing up um, for the workplace. Okay, so three points for getting dressed up um, and stepping out into our into the traditional workforce again. Okay, fourth thing let's discuss is you know, the desire for expressing yourself in really nice clothes. You know, some people that were working in a traditional formal uh, business office ha had this amazing wardrobe and they had an amazing wardrobe that they've curated because it made them, it made them feel good. It made them, it was a way of them expressing themselves. It was a way of them showing up for their clients and their partners in, in business. And now they, you know, and they had there's all this time where they could have put that stuff to use and they enjoy it. They purely enjoy getting dressed up. I'm one of those people. I mean, I built a whole business model around dressing up. I enjoy getting dressed up to go to work because it makes me feel happy and good. And it also allows me this ability to self-express myself um, through the language of clothes. And so something like that 
is another reason why getting dressed up can be a very positive thing. It's a way to self-express yourself in a positive way. Um, it really is. I do find style to be a very an art form. And so when you have this ability to do that, why wear the sweatpants when you can wear a really great fitting dress or blazer, right? Okay, so that's in my book, four points for getting dressed up. Yay, that really um, you know, supports the fact that as an image consultant, there are reasons why we should still get dressed up, right? And uh, really quickly, I don't know if Rick can come up here really quick. I'd love to get the male perspective on this and he might be caught off guard. So um, I'm just gonna say, if Rick could come up here and give us the male perspective, that would be awesome. Um, but in the meantime, remember, we just listed four pros of why getting dressed up to go to work now that we're transitioning into the traditional office can be amazing and make us feel great. Rick, hi. I see you're a little bit dressed up wearing the waist up wardrobe cap and uh, you're sporting a great colorful tee today. I was scrambling trying to find my hat. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. I am sorry. I did not actually warn you that I'd be doing that to you, but I know you're yeah. always there. So I'm so, usually prepared. Right. Yes, you are. So <laughs> tell us, tell me about your perspective on this. I mean, I just listed four pros, uh, you know, the, the positive things about getting dressed up to go back into and re-enter into the office. Now I know you're, you know, you do all your work. Uh, freelance. So it's a little bit different for you. But do you have a, an opinion about this from a male perspective? Well, I tell you, when I was in corporate, I enjoyed work uh, dressing up and wearing a, at a minimum, you know, a, a shirt and blazer. And I didn't like, for me, I really didn't like wearing a tie, but I liked wearing the jacket and the shirt, right? It just made me feel better. Um, I had, I felt like, you know, I had a purpose for the day. And it just put me in the right setting. Now, I would never do that sitting here in my studio, um, of course. But, uh, you know, for for me, I've done done it both ways. Uh, and it is appropriate for whatever setting that you're in. Um, and and it I like you said, there's that there is a there is a, uh, a a mental it puts you in the right mindset if you're dressed appropriately for the setting that you're in. And so I, I always tried to follow that when I was at work, even on, even on, um, dress down Fridays, we had, you know, where, where I was, it was usually, you know, jeans, but I always, I still had a, a blazer and a nice crisp, crisp shirt, even though I was wearing jeans, it just, you know, it just felt right. Yeah, no, I, I, I completely agree. I think that, um, that the, even with gentlemen, right? You, you know, gentlemen in the corporate world are used to dressing in blazers. And now we're, we're doing that moving from the home office to the um, traditional office. And really it's gonna require some baby steps to get back into that mindset, but maybe it's not. Maybe things are shifting towards a different way, a different dress code. And that's what we're unpacking here. So the next thing I, I'd love to do, now that we've talked about the positives of dressing formally, let's talk about what we think if we if we 
changed into a more comfort clothes model? What would that look like? And are there benefits to it? So employees, the thing with with dressing more casually, like we've experienced during um, being at home for so long, is that they will feel more comfortable, right? And feeling comfortable makes you more productive. It really does. You know, you, a lot of my clients will say, oh, I can't wait sometimes to get home and just get out of that dress. It's so restrictive and structured. And so that comfort sometimes can be just, or the discomfort rather, can be can be uncomfortable and make you feel a little bit distracted from what you need to do. So, and be a little bit stressful, right? If you're not comfortable, you might be distracted by it, it might be on your mind, and then you can't really focus. So one point for dressing in comfort clothes at the office, second thing to evaluate is, you know, a relaxed dress code can be uh, used as an attractive way to to attract employees. You know, so if we're all we're all re-entering into this workforce, the traditional workforce, and and companies now have to rehire, perhaps, or they have to bring more people in, and so that can be a very attractive feature if, if you're allowed to dress in your um, more comfortable. A weekend or close at the office, people might feel, ah, that's a perk. Why not? And so that might attract more people. And it costs less, of course, to have more casual clothes. I mean, not in every instance, but in general, it does cost less. So that's another perk. And so there's two points for dressing a little bit more casual. And, and what about, you know, this idea that employees will have more freedom to express their individuality, right? I talked about earlier when I was talking about formal attire, you know, it's a way of expressing yourself. And some people like to express themselves in a, in a more luxurious, luxe way with that sharp blazer or that sharp dress. But some people's uh, people favor expressing themselves a little bit more casually. It's just their signature style. And so, you know, there is that element as well. Now that I believe is a double-edged sword a little bit because, you know, if you aren't giving people a structure of how to dress, even if they are going to dress casually, you might end up with inappropriate clothes in the workplace. And that that can be dicey in more ways than one. So that's something for employers to really, really consider. So in general, I think when it comes to that freedom of being individual, people generally understand what appropriate is and what isn't. So we'll give that another point. That's three points for dressing, you know, in, in a more comfortable, more casual way. Okay. How about the idea that, um, Employees with greater flexibility can, in, in the way they're dressed, can perhaps be more active um, during their breaks or during, you know, the course of the day. And more active makes them more well and healthy. And that is always a benefit to the bottom line of any company. So, you know, I'm going to put that down as a, a, as a positive um, thing in trying to allow people to dress a little bit more casually. So, so where are we at right now? Well, sounds like we've got a tie. We've got a tie between let's get dressed up like we used to in a more formal way and let's get dressed maybe a little bit more casual because there are positives there too. So I'm going to ask Rick again what he thinks. What does he think when it comes to and just relying on the corporate world? Because I know Rick experienced the corporate world, but you know, from a from a, a gentleman's perspective, relying on the corporate world, 
you know, the comfort element, um, what could make it more comfortable, even if you had to wear a blazer? Do, do you have any ideas on that, Rick? And we'll wait for Rick to get right up. And there he is. To make, to make it more comfortable? Yeah. So if we were, if, if, if a company was to go in the direction of creating a more dress down dress code, okay, mm -hmm. not so much, you know, the tie and, and suit and all that. And from a gentleman's perspective, what do you think would be a, like a positive thing or in your experience, just from your corporate experience when you used to be in the corporate world, what would be that one thing that they can do to really uh, make it appropriate for the for the workforce, you know, for the workplace and comfortable at the same time? Yeah, I think I think if you just remove the tie. Um, it makes it way more comfortable. Um, I, yeah, you know, you know, everyone has their own style. I mean, I had a guy that I worked with who wore the most, uh, pastel shirts, you know, very, very Miami vice-ish, right. Type of, type of shirts. But for him, it, he looked great. Um, and then, uh, with the, with the complimentary tie, but, uh, but when he took the tie off, you know, I th he was styling. I thought he looked great just because of the, 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 the colors that he, you know, chose to wear uh, underneath his suit jacket. So I don't know. I From a comfort level, if he did, did away with the tie, I think a lot more people wouldn't complain as much because they didn't have to wear the tie. <laughs> right. Well, it's interesting that you say that because I love this idea of also adding flavor to the wardrobe with color, right? So mm -hmm. you can dress in a in a button down shirt, but if it's in a, in a color, then that's another way of expressing yourself. That might be something that wasn't appropriate before, but now can be, I mean, we're really talking right now. We're in an arena where it's evolving. This is not nothing set in stone. You know, people are not easily going to go back to wearing those formal outfits. Um, and they're going to push the, the envelope a little bit there. But, you know, we also have to be aware that we're still working and we're still in business. And that's why I try to keep everybody in the mindset of you got to dress up at least from the waist up. And that's what the whole show is about. So it is really important in so many respects to, to stay appropriate to your industry. But I love the idea of interjecting color as a, as a, as a way of expressing yourself that maybe you wouldn't have otherwise done. And, you know, that's not so much a comfort thing, but maybe a great shirt that isn't necessarily a white, your traditional white or blue shirt that a gentleman would wear, but a great color shirt uh, without a tie can make the impact that, you know, the shirt and tie can make. So it's just right now, we're just kind of evaluating what are we going to do and how are we going to show up? Are the, um, are the, the, co the dress codes, are they going to be rewritten? for the office. And um, truthfully, I think things are going to change, but there's still always going to be a place for that formal blazer or suit and that formal tie and shirt. And there's some industries that can never get away from that, at least not in the near future, like being in the legal field, being a lawyer, or um, you know, when you show up to court, you've got to show up suited up. You've got to show up in the suit. If you are um, um, you know, a CPA, you probably have to be in a suit. Uh, that is, I guess that could be um, up for debate, but there are industries where you kind of, you have to stay pretty business formal. And like in government, 
you know, uh, I don't know if I'll ever see uh, the Senate come together with just, you know, a polo shirt and uh, khakis. So, and for women like, you know, in their, you know, comfortable knit sweater, not likely to happen. But the the tr the issue here and the matter that we are discussing is really about trying to figure it out because some people kind of feel like there's blurred lines. And the, the key thing here is that it's going to fall on the employers. It's going to fall on the employers to be really clear about what they're going to expect from their workforce as they re-enter into the office. So clarity is going to be key. And the clarity is going to have to trickle down from the employer because there's so many liability things, too, that go along with that. You know, you want people to come to work inappropriately dressed. Um and you want them to be able to, you want them to be dressed so that you feel like they represent your brand and your company. So that this does fall on the employer. And, um, and for that reason, the clarity is going to have to come from there. So how are we going to, like, if we were to define this, this transition period of how we're going to re-enter into the workforce. Um, I would say we define it as an elevated casual, right? Oh, PK is on. Thank you for joining us, PK. And PK is saying, even if, even if your weight remained the same, the distribution may have shifted. So office closing doesn't fit well. Therefore, transitioning up <clears throat> from office casual would be helpful. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I totally agree. And um, and so much has changed, right, PK? So much has changed in this past um, year where we've really done things differently. Everything was being done from home and it felt good in so many ways, but now things are shifting again and we have to pivot again. We have to reinvent how we're going to be doing things. And like I said earlier, you know, the, the companies are going to have to figure out. They're going to have to declare how they want their workforce to show up. But they also have to take into consideration what the workforce is saying. So sometimes even like asking your 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 workforce, how do you see yourself showing up now that you're coming back into the traditional office? And and really having a a team conversation about that. So the guidelines can really and should be evolved with the team that you have and with the industry that you are in in mind because not every industry requires a sh shirt and tie, but there are now some industries that may have required it that now may be shifting. So if we were defining this transition attire as the elevated casual look, what are we, what does that look like, right? So some people ask me, okay, so you've now explained, okay, what does, we know what formal business formal looks like. We know what our comfort clothes look like. What is that happy medium, right? And that happy medium, if I call it the elevated casual business look, it's more than just business casual. It's a little bit more than that because we still have to have a level of formality. So what does that look like? Well, I really, I thought about this a lot. And one of the thoughts I had was, you know, completely monochromatic looks are great looks that look very professional, but also can be very comfortable. Like for, there's this company that I love and we'll put the, the link in the comments. It's called nakedcashmere.com. And they, um, it's, everything's made out of cashmere and the colors are all monochromatic. So you, you even, they even have down to tank tops in, in, um, 
in cashmere. And you can layer those and they look so elegant, so chic, so professional. So sort of monochromatic looks can be very, very elevated when it comes to um, showing up to work in a way that's comfortable, but also feels a little bit more dressed up, a little bit more than business casual. I'm not talking about jeans here. I'm talking about comfortable clothes that are elevated. So th that that line has, you know, cashmere pants even that they're almost like sweatpants, but they're made of cashmere. So they look more luxurious and more dressy, but they're not because they are very soft and comfortable to be in. So, and thinking about monochromatic look, which is like the tone on tone, all creams or all taupes or all grays or, or even blacks. I mean, that is all monochromatic look also. So another thing that is uh, a good way to sort of kind of think about the elevated casual look, and we do have some photographs that Rick will be able to put up for us, um, is, is, you know, clothes that are are structured that can be paired with something that's cozy, right? So sort of the um, the co white collar shirt that is very structured and very formal tucked into a monochromatic pair of sweatpants. Or in these photographs that you see up here, you've got this long knit duster that's paired with, you know, these wide legged pants that, you know, are pull on pants, but all very, very classy and very uh, sophisticated. On the other side, you see a blazer with a tank top. I mean, in this instance, she's wearing it with jeans, but you could pair it with a more formal pant, but you've got this really comfortable cotton shirt underneath it with a blazer that isn't very structured, is a little bit slouchy. So, you know, you got this sort of marriage between casual comfort and a little bit formal what we like to call elevated casual business. Um, so that that's another couple. And here's another couple ideas. So this was the first, um, I was talking about a white collared shirt that's very traditionally very structured, tucked into a pair of sweatpants. This tends to be a little bit more of a fashion-y look. So, you know, maybe you're in an industry, um, even if you're like a hostess and, and, and at a place or you're a receptionist, those can be very acceptable. Something like that can be very acceptable in that arena. Probably not very acceptable to wear that in a legal office. But so you have to also consider what profession you're in, but there are ways to, to kind of bring comfort and formal and merge them together. Like in this other photograph, we have... Um, the one before that where she's wearing a green blazer on sweatpants, right? But he, right there, and she's got a great handbag. So again, she's wearing, she's dressed down a little bit from the waist down, but then the blazer goes on top of her shirt and she's got a great, you know, elevated casual look. In the next set of photographs, you'll see uh, where we, this is one of my favorite looks. Here's a very monochromatic look. It's ivory on ivory. It's this very cozy duster knit, duster uh, layered on top of an ivory dress that is cotton. And that could be very, very professional looking if you are a receptionist at a at a spa or a hair salon, or if you uh, work as a hostess, still very, um, at a restaurant hostess, it, it's still very elevated. It's sort of, again, that elevated casual look. And on the other side, you know, here we have a hoodie paired under a great shirt 
that is sort of a shirt jacket, wide open, um, and some structured white pants. So here you got the structured white pants, but then you got that casual hoodie. So it's this mix of casual and business. And again, always remember what industry you're in and how you need to show up for the industry too. So something like that might not be appropriate for you know, being again in a legal office or in a CPA's office, but could be really, really appropriate if you if you were in a, um, you know, uh, if you worked in a salon or any other place where it is acceptable to be a little bit more casual. So lots of things to think about here, right? As we re-enter, um, blazers for men. Let's talk a little bit about gentlemen. So men wearing blazers with t-shirts, you know, a nice cotton t-shirt that is a luxe fabric, um, or without the tie, you know, men want to lose the tie, right? They, they don't want the tie. So losing the tie for the gentleman and, um, and wearing just a, simply a t-shirt with a great blazer or wearing a polo shirt with a great blazer, or even just a colored shirt with a blazer can be very acceptable. And again, looking to the employer to understand what they feel is appropriate as you interface with clients and colleagues. So, you know, the, so it's like taking the comfort clothes that we've been used to wearing now that we're at home, like this, the elevated sweatpants or the knit uh, wide leg pants or, you know, that, um, you know, that slouchy blazer and combining it with things that are we're used to seeing business formal. So it's kind of like that. It's sort of that just juxtaposition between the colored white shirt paired with sweatpants or the um, great top paired with a slouchy blazer or that great knit chunky um, sweater paired with a nice sheath dress. So you see like it's like that mixing of really elevated and formal um, with the more comfort clothes. So I hope that helps give everybody sort of an idea of how you can actually accomplish this elevated business casual feeling as we re-enter into the workforce. And um, you know, we're all really getting ready to dress up again, right? And the truth is that dressing up is is the more safe way to go. It's way safer than deciding, okay, I'm going to go into this new job or I'm going to re-enter into my old office. I'm going to dress way down. I would err on the other side of this, right? You're not sure what is going to happen as you re-enter. You're not used to getting dressed up anymore. I would err on the side of you know, taking it up in your attire, at least equal to where you were when you exited from the traditional office and, and then, and being safe about it because, you know, your work is important and the way you show up is really important. And, um, I'm just really excited because this is like a time now we're transitioning where, you know, we'll all be thinking about these things and I'm excited to be, um, helpful in giving my clients all this information and how to show up and how to really reintegrate into, you know, the workforce. And, um, and I'm going to be giving away a strategy session to anybody who, who wants to discuss how they are going to now fashion their, their, um, their wardrobe as they reenter with the hashtag dress up and shine. You put the hashtag dress up and shine in the box, in the, in the, um, 
in the comments box. We're going to get together, you and I, and we're going to strategize about what is the industry you're in? How are people going to start showing up in that industry? What has your employees said to you about that? Um, and we're going to we're going to talk about how that would apply to you and really give you a one on one custom experience. And so the other thing I want to just mention really quick before we go ahead and do our wrap up is that, you know, when I was telling people about doing makeup on camera, uh, you know, enhancing your features on camera is really important. You almost have to put a little bit more makeup on camera than you would do in your traditional office or in real life when you see people in person. So there's a perk. There is a way that you're not going to have to, um, you know, you're not going to have to feel like you're doing more than you need to. You actually can take your makeup a little bit down, just a natural look with, you know, with the basics, you know, the the foundation and, you know, mascara and lip for the for the women. Um, that is going to be enough. While you're on camera showing up for work, we had to enhance a little bit because you do get you know, washed out a little bit on camera. So there's a perk. There is somewhere where you're not going to have to work so hard. But when it comes to dressing up, really look to your employer for clarity on that. And if you don't know, always the rule of thumb is to just dress up more than you expect to. That is definitely the safer way to go. Put in the uh, comment box, uh, hashtag dress up and shine and um, and we will get on a call and I will help guide you through how this is going to look for you as you re-enter into the traditional workforce. And so, as you know, we always wrap up with the Waste Up Wardrobe Weekly Wrap Up. And what I want to say is that the major takeaway here is that you have to think about um, getting clarity from your employer. That's the key. Your, your employer is going to be your guide for how to show up on in the office um, in an appropriate way, in a way that they feel like it aligns with how they want you to your your client their clients to see you, how they want your colleagues to interact with you, and so keep that in mind. If you don't know, you need to ask the employer, and the employer is on them to really try and outline that for people. Because not only are we going to talk about dress code as we re-enter the workforce, we're going to talk about health. Right? How are people going to show up with their masks or without their masks? Are they going to have to? You know, there's going to be so many things that are going to matter as we re-enter. So, you know, HR departments are going to be working really hard to figure out how are people now going to transition, not only when it comes to dress code, but when it, how they're going to transition in behavior, how they're going to transition in with, you know, health um, restrictions or none, or how that's going to all work. There's so much yet here that they're going to start downloading on us um, in terms of the employers telling us how to show up um, now that we're in sort of a new normal. Okay. So the overarching takeaway is get clarity from your employer. The tools are this article that I put in the comments is really, really helpful. And the show can be a really helpful guide for you. So go back and, and listen to the replay. Or, you know, if you haven't been able to be with us here today, Go ahead and listen to the replay and, and see what the takeaways are that can help you. And some of those suggestions of if you are going to take it casual and you if you are going to be allowed to be casual, how can you make that look really professional and chic, right? And then finally, action items. Um, you know, consider that um, 
you know, dressing up and dressing down can also be a thing that really elevates your mood, right? Um, dressing up is such an easy way to uplift your mood, to make you happier, to make you show up happier. And so consider that. Consider that before you decide to really dress completely down for business and for re-entering the traditional world. So I hope this helps. Please reach out to me, hashtag dress up and shine. I'd be happy to get on a call with you to talk about how you can transition back into the workforce when it comes to your attire and how that you can make it feel and look good and be comfortable. I have so many ideas and so many resources I can share with you. So please do connect with me. And as you know, we'll be back here next Thursday at 1130 live, um, where we will be talking um, about another amazing uh, Waste Up Wardrobe topic. And it'll be episode 46. And we are, you know, getting to the end of the year. And by the end of this year, we're going to be doing a whole series of episodes of how to get started doing your very own podcast. How do you come up with the name? How do you come up with the topics? How do you set up for a techno technology? All those things I will be discussing in the last four episodes of before the end of the year episode. It will be episode 48, 49, 50, and, and uh, well, actually it will be 52, 51, 50, and 49. Those are the episodes that are going to focus on how to build your very own um, podcast like I did just from my experience. And next week, join us and bring a friend. <laughs>